0: Greetings, good afternoon, good morning. It's a beautiful day today. Right now in New York, it's kind of raining. But anyway, it's your host, Unspoken Word. On the day segment, I'll be going to talk about things that really matter to people. I'll be going to talk about men, women, and relationships. And I have a special guest host. Her name is Mary Burrell. Mary, I say hi to the audience.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: So, Mary, why is it women be saying... Uh, there's some more good men left. What's up with that? Because I feel like there are good men left, but you gotta, in order to find the right man, uh, you have to go through a lot of deadbeat guys in order to get the right man. But a lot of y'all women be saying uh, uh, that there's no good men left because y'all all all been hurt. So what's up with that?
1: That's the reason a lot of women has been hurt by men so they figure that it's not no good men, but you have to understand that, you know, everybody has to come through their own trials and tribulations, mm. and you have to, you know, you have to understand the false that you make in situations or why situations, you know, didn't go the way that you planned for it to go, because, see, the most time people are store relations Shifts from attraction like seeing a man and being attracted to him and you can see signs that of things that you wouldn't normally put up with or tolerate from someone else but just because you was physically attracted to that person you ignored the person that they were showing you Mm -hmm. and that's a whole lot of reasons of why people get in messed up situations because if you listen to your Guts in your feelings when it's showing you that this is a wrong thing and you shouldn't be doing this. You could save yourself a lot of hurt right. if you pay attention to the signs.
0: I agree because people will judge you based off the things that you didn't do. Like I never cause you know, I used to think that way like there was no more good women left. But I had the country cruising that all women are not the same. So if all women are not the same, then all men are not the same. Because I'm tired of women, on social media is talking about, you know, there's some more gay men left, you know, men is deadbeat, then, then men, talking about women, gold diggers and all this and that and dirt. But at, at the end of the day, you attract what you attract. If you sort of cheese, are you going to taste the rat? Because... In order to find the right person, hey, you must be patient. You, know, so you must wait on God. Because God got the right person for us in store for everybody. He's telling us don't put your trust into and men because they just going to let you down. You know, and that's why a lot of people get in these abuses of relationships and think it's all, all golden, then come to find out it's not golden. So, so now you bitter and you're walking around sad, you hurt, a broken heart. You're finished being played with. Your emotions is going through the radar. So Mary, so why don't people have the patience to wait for the right one?
1: Reason why? Because everybody is always in a rush. And the thing of it is again, when you see somebody and you're physically attracted to them, you're going off of your Lust in your attraction, right? And you not, you're not getting clear what it is that you're wanting, and um, you know, establishing like you know, like you said with yourself that you practice abstinence now until marriage. So it's a good thing that you're letting women know that,
0: like, right, you know, because that's ahead. the best way to be, you know, because. I like I'm trying to tell people like if you had sex with somebody, um protected sex at that, it's like you are saying demons with someone, you know, and now they demons that pass on to you, you know, and now you act all crazy and suicidal or schizophrenia, pain, no you've been fear, anxiety, depression, ADSD, bipolar and you don't know where they came from. I'm gonna tell you where they came from. You've been having sex with somebody who had demons that never been spoken of not now nah, they demon is on you, and you acting crazy, so that's why you gotta learn to protect yourself and not have sick with anything you see because everything you see is not all golden in a tree
1: yeah well it's it's just saying everything that uh glitter is not gold, you no know, diamonds, yeah <laughs> rhinestones. <laughs> You're thinking there's diamonds and rhinestones,
0: right? Okay, oh, you know. So, I have a next question Why do women explode their bodies for the world? Like, post your social media? so on they, you know, they, they chest area, their backside, you know, like, why do women try to downgrade themselves and not be a godly woman?
1: Because them, my women, that is screaming for attention and they don't know how to get attention no other way but showing off their assets because they know that their assets is what usually gets the attention right that's the same reason that some women strip you know some women might be strippers to earn a living Mm -hmm. but a lot of those women strip for the attention of a man to know that men man is looking at them and, and is desiring them because everybody wants to be desired. Right. Period. Right. Like. So if you don't know your self-worth and know that you are desirable for you just being you, then the only thing you're going to do is uh, try to be desired by your attributes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. So, like, That's a whole lot of women get that from and then but but the attention they're getting by advertising that is negative attention because then they get men that's coming to them and they're coming to them saying sexually charged stuff then they get offended well if you wasn't on there posing your butt and your chest and showing your body off then he wouldn't be thinking of you in that way
0: I agree you know like, if my daughter was still living, like, I would teach her how to be a woman because if you know, like, in the 90s, you know, like, you married, you know, you older in age, I so you know about the 90s era when women could look sexy without taking off their clothes. Like, you know, that's how I think. I'm like, yeah. why do women explode themselves on social media? Uh, you know, like, so not their body parts. Then when that guy come at them, like, they're respectful or be like, yo, what's up with you, you Now I'm saying? i give me a up tonight. You know, can we go to the bar and drink and have sex? Now, the woman feel offended. But here's the thing, ladies. If you saw the cheese, you're going to attract the rats. So you can't get mad if a thirsty guy come at you sideways, are disrespectful, and you can't say, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm a woman, I'm a woman with respect. If, if you was a woman with respect, then why would you – explode your body parts on social media uh, especially on Facebook and Instagram well uh, Facebook really yeah because you can't because a lot of women got daughters so how would you feel if your daughter had done that like you cannot be a teacher and you is misleading the youth
1: well the reason why that is, them are women that haven't, I would say, haven't grown mm-hmm. into being women. Right. You know, them, these are women with childlike minds to the point where they're willing to do things for an attention. You know, it's just like some people get on their Facebook page and tell all their business, but then get mad when people comment. Right. And, and they, in the comments saying going in their favor out of comments they felt like they should have gotten well you wouldn't be receiving the negative feedback if you didn't put it up there you know what I'm saying and that's just like that's just like with me when I was in the hospital I think my sister posted on her Facebook page mm-hmm. talking about my conditions I didn't like that she was talking about I was trying to get a prayer a prayer thing going or whatever, don't do that because I'm a private person. Yeah, me too.
0: Well, I, I never was really private. I, like, I never was really private till maybe this year. No, was it wasn't last year or this year? Uh, this year. Because I had a lot of friends, you know, that I called, you know, and had mm-hmm. them pray for me because I ain't gonna lie. Because I try to, like, keep it real on my podcast. Like, I was battling with anxiety, paranoia, or schizophrenia, and fear. Mm-hmm. So like, I battle with that. But now I don't battle with that because God had, had delivered me from that and set me free. But people okay. like my so-called friends never was really my friends. They only hear from me. I only hear from them if they, you no, know, I only hear from them if I text them first. If you my friend, I sit here from you every day. I don't care what you're going to do. If we call each other's brothers and sisters, not by blood, why can't you text me every day? why can't you call me or check up on me? you know I just like I'm checking up on you what's up with that?
1: Well, the reason with that is again people when people are going through their own personal funk, that's when you have to have the well first off, this is where you have to have the the acceptance from people. Mm-hmm. you have to accept that people are not gonna do things the way you would do it or how you would usually handle it. You got to learn to accept people and love people for who they are. Like, you know, you're going to have some friends that's like the roots of a tree. They don't have to be seen, but if you ever needed them, they there. They don't tell people that they helped you. They don't tell people none of your conditions. Then you got people who are like branches on a tree. They look like they're strong, solid people. But soon, too much pressure is put on them people. They break. Then you get people like the leaves on a tree. You know, they just there for show or whatever. But soon, some type of some type of conflict happens. They blow off with the wind. So you know, you just gotta look at people when you like a like a Medea play. When she said that, it made so much sense to me. When Tyler Perry said that, in um, that's what he was saying in. Medea goes to jail. (laughs) Yeah, that was was funny. uh, Yeah, but that was the when he was talking to Sonny and he was telling him, like, people are seasons, and those things are really true. You know what I mean? And once you start to view people and things like that, a whole lot of things get better for you. Right. Because everybody got to have they come to Jesus moment. Yeah. And it's because some people are older than you or younger than you or whatever everybody Jesus comes to everybody at different times in their life some people gotta go through a whole lot of more trials before they can uh, accept the love and help from Jesus you know what I'm saying I always consider myself a spiritual person and you know I was praying and stuff but really and truly for me to really grasp that God really has my back was when I was laying in the hospital bed for eight months, I really had a time to lay back and pay attention. So
0: that made you a believer?
1: I was always a believer. What they did was bring me closer, more closer. Yeah, because I was feeling like all the things that was bad was happening to me. I was like, why is God allowing this bad stuff to happen to me? Why is he bringing me right. through this? He know I'm a sensitive person. He know those type of things bother me. Why is he taking me? I'm through gonna tell this? you why. But
0: because he I'm was in my <laughs> experience, you know, I'm gonna use me. Uh, I'm gonna use Joe for example. Joe, okay, you know, he was a famous person in the Bible. It if y'all don't know the story about Joe, you know, I suggest I go read the story about Joe. You know, Joe had a family. He was married, so forth and so forth. And you know, he's a man of God. The devil. Was running around the earth, and he came to God, and the God said, "Like, where did you come from?" And the devil was like, "You know, I was just I was roaming um around the earth." Then he said, "How you see my servant Job?" And the devil was like, "Job only blessed you uh, because your hand is on him. You know, if you take your hands on him, he gonna curse you." Then God allowed Satan to, you know, test Job and trouble your relations, and but God's like, "You could do whatever you want to do to him." But just don't touch him. So Joe lost his family, his children, his stuff he had, and all that. But and no matter what he was going through in his trials, tribulations, attacked by the Satan, by the devil, Lucifer. Joe never lost his faith. So at the end of the, at the end of that story, God repaid Joe. He blessed Joe abundantly with more children, more stuff that he lost. He 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 gained more. So I can relate because I went through that myself in my seasons of time. You know, like when I lost my firstborn daughter, Faith Chestnut R.I.P. She's probably a teenager right now in heaven. I felt ashamed. I felt bad. I felt mad at that guy. I'm like, why would you take my daughter? Like you let her be born, then three days later, a hole in my daughter's heart and she passed away. Like I never really, like even though I grew up in church as a Baptist in the South Carolina, I've seen a little bit about the church. Like, I knew about God, but I didn't know about God. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people knew about God, but how many people actually know about God? It's a big difference. So, Mary, you was on your deathbed, and you kind of realized that God is all you need, that God was there the whole time. But he probably was just waiting for you to cry out from your heart. So I'm like, God, I need you, Lord. Lord, I need you now. And he been there, and he yeah. brought you back to life. He was telling you, like, Mary, you know, it's not your time yet. You know what I'm saying I'm not waiting for you to come home yet because I got great works for you to do. So why is it people wait till the last minute when they're experiencing something, very trap, magic, to call out to God?
1: Because of the unknown, a whole lot of people feel like because they can't see him and they can't see him. And then another thing is like you, you're you're tall. That God is, you know, a wonderful yeah. God, and He
0: is wonderful. He's, he can, he
1: yes, awesome. yes. But then, so you look at, but then when you turn around and you look at all the bad things that's happening in the world, it makes you wonder: Is He real? Because why is He allowing these things to happen? But you have to understand that these things are happening beyond His control. Yes, he can control things, but some things he can't control until after the situation at hand, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, again, like just like the devil, he was an angel, a saint, and then he fell and he chose to be his own, his own God, you know what I'm saying, and that's where he stayed. So, you know, it's just people, that's the thing with people. Some people don't understand stuff unless they can see a visual eye. and that's the whole problem. You know, people don't believe things unless they can yeah, see like, it. So you know when what I
0: mean? I've seen it all, you know, because God allowed me to see everything. You know, you know, I saw the Antichrist, I saw demons, I saw my demon self. That was 2018 when all this stuff happened, like. I wasn't afraid because I knew I had to battle them one day. Like, I thought I was called to go to Israel, you know, to live as a pastor, but God had the plans for me. So now I'm starting my ministry, revival, in the ministry, that God is calling me to be a part of, or to be in, really, not be a part of, but the, the run it and to be But here's my thing as I'm thinking right now to this people worship false gods. False God meaning your family, your parents, your children, your siblings, your friends, drinking, drug abuse, sex abuse, and all that. People would rather worship false gods instead of worshiping the true God. Right, so, what's your definition mm-hmm. on this?
1: I mean, I totally agree. You know that's that's what people do, and but again, these people that are doing this, they haven't, they haven't had their come to Jesus moment. And so, as of one, as why they're in their, their things and they're doing the things that they're doing, they're just, they feel like everything they're doing is right. But until time, when God really, when he's ready for them to come and receive him and really understand his word and his love, They'll get it because that's how I mean. I know I always believed in him and stuff like that. But I didn't take all the words of the Bible and him him seriously like that. You know what I'm saying? I read it because you know, from a child, I was. My granny took us to church every Sunday. Church. You're going Bible to stay. study. Study <laughs> on Wednesday and vocational Bible school and the whole nine, and we had to be in the choir. And we had to be on the usher board. So, you know, I know all of that. But it, again, it's like until you be put in situations where you have to see that it's, it's a miracle that you came through this situation. You know, it couldn't have been nobody but God. It ain't like it could be, you know, like when I woke up from my surgeries and stuff, the doctor, he, he gonna say, yes. I did a great thing. I'm a miraculous doctor. Mm-hmm. My hands are gifted. I said, no, your hands are anointed. God put the powers in your hands to help save me. You don't need to forget that. You need to acknowledge his work. And that doctor looked at me real stupid and because he was real arrogant, which a whole lot of doctors are arrogant because they're smart. And they somewhat feel like they're God because They save people and, you know, the nets and so forth. But they don't understand that, that, yes, you do do that. But God is working through you to do that. He's giving you, that's your given talent from God. You know what I'm saying? And they don't understand that. They get full of themselves. And, you know, because, you know, like I said, when I said it to him, he looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and he didn't appreciate me saying yeah, it. Yeah.
0: He probably got you like. Uh, uh, he, he, he did. What did you just say? Yeah, he looked at me like.
1: <laughs> he just walked out of my room, but I could tell he didn't yeah. like it. Mine said, "Ooh, he didn't like it." I said, "Well, I don't care. I didn't like him coming in here saying like he's God and he he saved me. No, God saved me. Because regardless to how many times they didn't perform, did all they can do on surgeries on people." And they still right. die. And the reason why, because God was ready yeah. for them. That's why they died. So if regardless to because people be like, I know a person who had one aneurysm and died, you had three and you didn't die and you not messed up. You know, my my I'm a little walk a little off balance mm. now, but I still walk by myself. You know what I'm saying? It's like people be like, oh my gosh, you you had a stroke okay. on your right side. You, you, they don't see no physical things. You know what I'm saying? I got some scratches and scars on me, but not what you would think I've been through. If you read my medical chart, you will they be looking at me like if I come in the doctor's office and it's a new doctor, and they read my chart, and they come in and they look at me, they jump back. (laughs) This you, Miss Moran. I'm like, yeah, that's me. You know, (laughs) they be like, oh my God, I'm sorry to be like it, but. Girl, I read all the stuff happened to you. I was expecting to see something that I, you know, the words I said, I yeah. understand, I understand that you know what I'm saying. I said, but God is good, isn't it? You know, and, and they was like, Yeah, it was like, You're right, He is good, but you know, again, it took me to really, really be pulled through that. Well, I mean, God came to me before, like when my mom passed away. I was in depression and I tried to commit suicide twice, mm-hmm. and he saved me from that twice. So I knew then that God was on my side. You know what I mean? So like, you learn, you learn stuff, and you go through situations, and you be like, okay, well, yeah, God is real because it's couldn't, it couldn't have been nobody mm-hmm. but Him. This was too traumatic. This was too impossible, you know. So that's when you start to realizing that God is real, and that He's here for you. But He's gonna really come to you when He feel like He's you needed right. Him
0: to come to you. See you with know? me, you know, I always been you know a believer of Jesus. You know, I never deny Him, mm-hmm. you know, in no matter what I was doing. But after and then I went through. I call it God's uh, wilderness seasons and God' wilderness. Because sometimes, like, we all go through that. We all got to go through his wilderness to get to the real you. You know, sometimes it might not be what you want it to be, but it's be what God wanted it to be. So if you're in the wilderness right now and you don't know what to do or you feel like God's not there with you, God's there, but his silence is there. You want to see if you can make it out. You want to see how strong you are to face whatever comes your way. That's why a lot of people give up so easy. And God wilderness, not which I call it, seasons. You know, like one of my podcast say, uh, you're in the season. People are in the season because God allowed them to be in the season. A lot of people can't make it out their seasons because they don't have the strength or audacity. To make it out of God's season. So they give up, you know, because it tests too hard or whatever they're facing is too hard or they're just not ready for it. Like, I, I would do everything, you know. I did a three years, like three and a half years in prison for a charge that I said and done. You know, that's where a God witness had began to start with me. After I was reading um, a Tilly Ticks book, you know, down, like, oh, that's where I'm in God witness. So God had to sit me down. Had to get my attention, sit me down, and be like, okay, Darren, now I have your attention. Now I can tell you about the things he went through. I can tell you about the plans I have for you. So if you're going through a season in your time, y'all, and y'all don't know what to do, there's trust on God's time, and he'll show you what to do. His time is perfect. It's better than ours. He knows the thoughts he has for us, the plans he set for us. So always rely on God no matter what you do, never give up. Because there's going to come a brighter day at the end of the tunnel. What you're facing will yeah. escalate and show you the true kings of kings.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's, that's real. That's the same about, we you know, restoring hope in relationships. Because I've been in bad relationships mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't think I'm done with that. I I think I'm just gonna just mess around with men and not get no serious relationship. That's not good. That's me selling myself so short because I know that I'm a quality woman, but it's just that when you be around people that hasn't came to realize that it's this and that, and you know, it's a beautiful thing to uh, love one person and not. The whole universe and be community, you know, it's that's not the happening thing. Just because everybody's doing it doesn't mean it's cool, you know what I'm saying? So it's just you gotta be patient, and I guess when it's ready, it's ready. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I can look right. at it.
0: But y'all, at the end at the second month, I appreciate you man for tuning in. But y'all, uh, I'm gonna end this with this. A second Chronicles 7.14 says, if my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from the wicked ways, I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins, and I will hear their land. So remember that. Humble means humble yourself as a little child. Because when I humble myself before God, I take my time to talk to him. I talk to him like he's my best friend. Because he is my best friend. Jesus is God who came in the flesh, who left heaven, came down to earth to take our sins to the cross. Because he don't want his children to be lost. He wanted his children to be with him for all eternity with no cost. So hum yourself really means this taking me your time out to talk to God. Tell God what's troubling you. Tell God what's bothering you. Tell God, you. Tell God why you mad. Tell God why you are upset. Tell God why you feel down. Tell God why you crying. Tell God who broke your heart. Tell God why you hurt if we could do that, this world would be a better place. But nobody might want to do that because yeah, they're scared yeah. of what God might say. Like the, real truth, the real truth about them. That's why I'm anointed. I'm a prophet. And I listen to I what the Holy Spirit is telling me about somebody. And I tell them, well, the Holy Spirit said this. It ain't get mad. Or they get upset. Or they don't want to talk to me no more. But it is what it is. God wants you to know the, the real truth about you.
1: Yeah, but i you just gonna different a different delivery, that's right. all you have to do. But I'm
0: gonna read the scripture, it comes from Second Chronicles, chapter 7, verses 19 through 20. It says, But if you turn away and forsake my statutes and my commandments, which I had said before you, and go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will I root them uh, from my land which I had given them, and this house which I had sacrificed for my name, I will cast out of my sight and will make a proverb and buy a word among all people. That means that you cannot serve other God's with Meaning, you can't serve God and money. You can't serve God and your family. You can't serve God and your friends. You can't serve God and your children. You cannot serve no other God because there is only one true God. And he the true G-O-D. So no matter of what y'all might be going through in your life right now, you know that God stands real. He is real. he's there. God's not no fake image. He's not no a baby or a person. He's a living God. He's He's the Heavenly Father. He's He gives us a spirit where we cry our Father. So if y'all going through a hard time in life and don't know what to do. The only got to do is say, "Lord, please show me what to do," and He will show you. But you must pray, man. You must tell God the truth. You, you know you can't hide things from God because He see our past, present, and future. He sees what's going to happen to us in the future, so He try to prepare us to stop it, uh, so we won't have to go through that in the future. Yeah, but I'm gonna end this. But I'm going to end did. this segment, y'all. Until next time, it's your boy, A Spoken Word. Uh, it's your girl, Mary Burrell. Mary, it's great to have you on here. Uh, we could talk about a lot of things, you know, on the next episode, y'all. You know, who knows uh, who I might bring. But in the meantime, this is your boy, Spoken Word. You know, I appreciate y'all for the listeners, for all the plays on my segments. I appreciate it. You know, on any guy doing that, man, I don't get the credit. You know, I'm just uh, a vessel, you know, I'm just a broken vessel that's unqualified. God uses unqualified people to do qualified things. So always uh, keep that in mind. I, I repeat, God uses unqualified people to, to do qualified things. So go forth, and be the best you could be. Put God first. Jesus, the best... And the rest of you, come to next segment. The next time, it's your voice, fucking word. Mary, God blessings. I love you. I'll be praying for you. Thank God blessings you.
1: Bless us,